Hi, this is Lucia with The Art of Love. I'm a dating and relationship expert specializing in helping you get your ex back. And welcome back, No Contact Army. Have you been a good little soldier or a bad little soldier? And if you too would like to enlist in the No Contact Army, all you have to do is hit the subscribe button. And to check out the No Contact Army manual, go to nocontactsecrets.com where you can download two free chapters before purchasing the book. Today, I want to talk about the psychology of an ex during no contact. What are they thinking? What are they feeling? There are stages they will go through. If you start no contact as soon as possible and stay in no contact, otherwise they won't have a chance to go through the stages because you keep popping up, reassuring them that you're still available and they have nothing to fear. Now, there's no way of knowing how long the stages will take. It really depends on their interest level at the time of the breakup, meaning how close was it to 50, the reason or reasons for the breakup, and their attachment style. So to give you an example, someone with low interest, let's say their interest is in the 30s, and an avoidant attachment style, it's going to take them a lot longer to go through the stages than someone whose interest was closer to 50 and who has an anxious attachment style. However, we do have some data used to determine how long they'll be in each stage if they're not totally done with you and if you stay in no contact. So the time periods are based on what author Maxwell Maltz says about rumination in his book, Psycho-Cybernetics. Okay, so at first they were going to feel relief. They knew they were gonna be breaking up with you and they probably had anxiety over it and now they're relieved that it's over with since they were afraid of your reaction and afraid of hurting you. And they're happy with their decision as much as you don't wanna hear that. They think that they can have you back at any time since you didn't want the breakup. And they also think they're gonna hear from you and they're dreading it. They're like, oh no, they're not gonna let me go. They're gonna be calling and texting and they don't wanna hear from you. This is the worst time to break no contact. And this can last up to 30 days. But for some people, it'll be less time. And for some people, it'll be a little bit more. It's not an exact science. But when they don't hear from you, they then become curious and start wondering, what are you up to? They're gonna be surprised, especially if you were anxious and needy and behave low value about the breakup. And this is when things start to turn around. The tables turn in your favor. The question mark becomes a hook. And this usually happens between days 30 to 45. Again, it can be shorter, it can be longer. The next stage is anger. Anger at what? A lot of things. That they didn't get an ego boost from you trying to get them, get them back. <laughs> this is when they may act out. And this is when you see your ex posting things online, talking negatively about you to friends and family and to the dog and strangers and anyone who's willing to listen. They're angry that you behaved in a way that forced them to break up with you such as you cheated, took them for granted. And this again is the worst time to reach out. They do not want to be reminded that they, that they hurt you. And 
they're going to be saying things to themselves like, forget her, forget him, I don't need them anyway. They're trying to reassure themselves that they made the right decision. And this is usually during days 30 to 45. And then we come to the stage that you're the most interested in. And that would be the final stage. And that would be when they become concerned because they haven't heard from you and they're like, what the hell? I thought they would at least call me or text me something. I thought they cared about me. I thought they were in love. They didn't want the breakup. What the heck happened? Did they already find someone else? So all these questions are gonna be going through their mind. And as you know, question marks become hooks. So they're gonna be concerned. There's gonna be fear, panic. They're gonna miss you. They're gonna be worried that you're gone and that you're not going to reach out. They're afraid that you've moved on or will move on because they figure since you're able to stay away from them, then that means that you're also able to move on because as long as you're breaking no contact, they know that you haven't moved on and probably won't be anytime soon. So now they're finally rethinking their decision. They're looking back and thinking, you know what, maybe things weren't so bad. Maybe I overreacted. And they're going to wonder, what should they do? They're going to be ruminating. <laughs> should they reach out? Will they be able to get you back? Will you tell them off? Will you continue to ignore them? And this is usually when they finally decide to reach out. And this is days 45 to 60, as I've mentioned many times, and I've done a video actually on that on the 60 day rule, which by the way, <laughs> does not mean that you wait 60 days and then you contact your ex. It means that you're most likely to hear from your ex between days 45 and 60, which is a long time. I know nobody wants to wait that long when they've been broken up with, because that's almost two months. Well, it is two months if it goes all the way to day 60. And so people think, but oh, you know, they're gonna move on and forget about me. No, no, no. They have to go through these stages. You have to let them go through these stages so they can finally get to days 45 to 60. And more often than not, when people write in with their success stories, surprising as it may be, it's usually between those days that they hear from the ex and they're always shy. It's like, oh my God, I heard from my ex on day 59 or, you know, whatever, day 61. Okay, they went one over. Because people can only ruminate on a topic for so long before they finally take action. And unfortunately, it takes a while because at first they're happy. As I said, as I mentioned, they're happy, they're relieved. They think they're going to move on and have fun without you. And then they don't hear from you again if you stay in no contact and they're like huh that's weird I thought I would at least hear from them but you know, oh well you know they're not too concerned because it that much time hasn't passed yet however then when they don't hear from you then like wait a minute they're not even gonna chase me even though I broke up with them they're not even gonna try to get back with me so that hurts their ego that bruises their ego they go through that anger stage and so they have to go to that stage to finally start to have fear and panic and concern and worry and miss you. So be patient 
because if they only reach out after, uh, after about three to four weeks, they probably have not gone through all the stages. It's way too early. And in fact, that's what happened with one of my coaching clients. Um, the guy broke up with her and she was very needy during the relationship. And he actually started to try to get back with her probably after a few weeks. So it may have been a fake breakup. We're still not sure. And he kept trying and trying. She contacted me and I said, don't respond. It's too soon. It's too soon. I don't care if he's trying to get back with you right away. He has not missed you. He can't think that he can just dump you. And then two weeks later, three weeks later, come looking for you and you'll go running. And so we were planning to go at least 60 days. However, then something happened, which I don't want to say what, because it may identify her. Um, and I think we probably, oh, maybe we were at the 30, the 40 day mark, something like that. Anyways, we weren't at the 60 day mark yet. And I said, okay, you know what? I mean, I made an executive decision, an educated guess. I said, all right, he's been begging. He's been doing a lot of begging. And she sent me a picture too of him with some flowers. And I was like, oh, don't do that. Don't do that. You're going to make me feel sorry for him. As long as I don't know what your ex looks like, then we can fight the good fight. But then as soon as you send me a picture of them looking sweet with flowers for you, I'm like, oh no, this guy looks nice and we're torturing him. But <laughs> we continued on. And um, so there was an attempt to have a conversation and he backed away. He backed away. So even after all that begging, right? You would think, oh, he's ready to come back. No, he hadn't gone through the stages. So that's why you can't rush these things and think, oh, well, just because they're begging, they're ready to come back. Sometimes they are, and sometimes they're not. And that's why it's good, if you can, to get coaching so that we can figure it out together whether you should contact them or actually respond to them if they have not gone through all the stages, if 60 days have not yet passed, okay? So I want you to comment below and let me know what stage you think that your ex is currently in. And if you do want my help getting your ex back, you can go to theartoflove.net and we will send you and contact us and we'll send you the rates for coaching. If you're listening on YouTube, I would appreciate if you would like, subscribe, and share. If you're listening on iTunes, remember to rate and review the podcast. And finally, remember that love inspires, empowers, uplifts, and enlightens.